the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Hey, this is Josh Pearson. Performance Specialist with the Complete Athlete. This is Cole Warren. Certified USAPL Club Coach and owner of Salutum Health and Performance. Each week, Cole and Josh will take you through training techniques and tips, talk to athletes and fitness professionals to educate and motivate you for your fitness goals. Plus, you'll follow the journeys of Team Salutum Powerlifting and Get Complete Athletes. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by Salutum Health and Performance. Take your full power potential to a new level. Online powerlifting coaching. Customized programming to fit your individual needs and goals. Access to a coach 24-7. Whether you need a quick form check or a full program, Salutum Health and Performance has one goal in mind, taking you to the next level. Got a meet coming up? Ask about on-site coaching. Join the team that's setting records across the powerlifting community. Team Salutum Powerlifting with Salutum Health and Performance. Online at SalutumHP.com. SalutumHP.com. And now, the Coaches Collaboration Podcast. What is up, people? Welcome to the Modified Coaches Collaboration Podcast. Um, This is Cole. I am doing a solo podcast here in my dining room, quarantined. So, yeah, um, obviously, a lot has uh, gone on in the world since... We've done a podcast. I know Josh has uh, Josh has released some solo podcasts of his own. He kind of he released a series called Checking In With Your Coach. So if you haven't yet, go check that out. He's got uh, some really good insight and some just some good data. And I mean, he talks a lot about like creating habits and things like that, which is some stuff that I've been working on as of late personally. Um, and he just, he's very articulate and he lays things out, um, in a very easily understandable and, um, awesome way. So go give those a listen. They're just, I mean, they're like literally five to 10 minutes long. So, um, really easy listens. So go check those out. But, um, so for my solo podcast, um, I just kind of wanted to, do a, I don't know, just kind of catching up because the last time I was able to talk to you guys, it was uh, before the Arnold and before this pandemic. So um, yeah, Arnold went um, kind of as I expected it to. um, And I am kind of, I don't know. I think we're going to do a separate podcast just for the Arnold um, recap, because I am going to have a special guest who also competed at the Arnold on that podcast as well. Um, so yeah, that is still coming, but um, I figured it would be um, a better podcast with kind of two people on discussing our experience um, in the unique situation that we found ourselves in. Um, so anyways, like, I don't know. This time is so interesting and it is, it's wild. I mean, it's hard to even comprehend um, the situation that we find ourselves in. When I kind of sit back and look at what's going on, it's like, how the heck did we get here? Um, But we're here and this stuff is going on and we really just got to do our best and follow the guidelines and try to do what we can, I guess. But um, I do not want to talk about this coronavirus because I'm pretty 
I don't know. I, it's all that's on the news. It's all people talk about. So um, I just am kind of sick of it and um, want to talk about other things and some products of the situation of the coronavirus. But yeah, so as some of you may have seen, if you follow me on Instagram and whatnot, um, I was able to acquire things for a home gym setup. Um, and that was like a very stressful process because like the second that the state shut down and we knew gyms were going to be closed, like, I don't know, it was not as bad as it is now, as far as like buying things and finding things to put together a home gym. Um, but I wasn't on it like the first day. It was like maybe two, three days later. And by that time, people were freaking out. And um, there's a lot of home gym stuff that you maybe could have found like on Facebook Marketplace um, or something simple like that that was just not available anymore. So um, I did a couple things. I, because it's expensive shit, man. Like it is not cheap to get the stuff that you need. And then like in a short term, like thing like that, it's like, you look at the numbers of like, Hey, this is what I need to spend to like get what I need. The, just the bare essentials. Um, and it's kind of staggering. So I was able to make a modification in the fact that I have rented all of my weights and my bar from um, Lions Fitness from Jason, the owner there. He was nice enough to um, lend me some of his stuff because he cannot be open. So I have had, I have had some weights from him, a bar from him. Um, he even gave me some clips. So um, I was all set up in that department. So I had the weight, I had the bars. Um, there's always pretty good access to like materials for like platform stuff. So the only thing I needed was a rack and. Like, I messed up because there were opportunities to get a rack early, but I was, like, too picky. Um, and then, it, so I wasn't, like, jumping the gun to, like, buying anything just to have something. Um, I was, I don't know. I was just, like, trying to find the one that I wanted, which would be expected in, like, normal circumstances. But um, I waited a little too long in this circumstance. So... Everything was gone. Everything was sold out. Went to Dick's even to like get one of their cheaper, whatever, not as high quality racks just so I could literally have something to use. Um, but no luck anywhere unless it was just like a pile of garbage. Um, and I wasn't really trying to make a rack out of wood either at that point. Um, if I was still looking for a rack and didn't have one, then I might consider it, but... At that point, I was, that wasn't a route that I was, like, looking to go. Um, so anyways, couldn't find anything, couldn't find anything. All Rogue and, like, Rep Fitness and all of them and Titan Fitness was, everything was on back order already. And I wasn't, I didn't want to wait two weeks to get my rack. So I ended up going. I found it. One of, someone I follow on Instagram had posted that they were getting a rack from Torque Fitness. Um, and I have like 
I've only heard of Torque Fitness a couple times um, because they build this like uh, this thing they call a tank. It's basically like a sled that has wheels on it and you can it has like a transmission on it so that you can uh, determine like how fast the wheels turn so adjust the difficulty level when you're pushing the sled. Um, and then with the wheels, like you can use it on turf or pavement or whatever. Anyways, that's what I knew them for. Um, I did not know where they were located, um, but I saw someone, so I was like, what's the shot? Check out what they have. Um, my initial, um, initial choice was they have a squat stand, um, that was like reasonably priced. So I wanted to get that sold out, but they were like, we have this half rack that's available, um, and you can get it. And then turns out that they're located in Minnesota, in Coon Rapids. So they were available for like same day pickup if I were to purchase it. So when I heard that, I was like, okay, let's just do it. Um, so I spent a lot more money than I wanted to for this particular rack, um, which kind of sucks because it's not exactly the one that I want either, but, um, it works out because one, it's, it's a good rack. It's a very solid rack. Um, resale and value will be held. Um, so that's a positive. Uh, number two, I can write it all off, um, for taxes for my business. So that's another plus that kind of pushed me over the edge. It's just saying, fuck it. And buying this ridiculously expensive rack, it ended up being, they gave me 10% off and it was still $1,200. So definitely not ideal, but got a rack, um, built my platform and, how I got a home gym. So, um, I'm just happy and thankful that I was able to afford and purchase something that I can set myself up for. And I have space in this house in the garage to set up the gym. So I'm very thankful for my circumstances because I know a lot of other people do not have situations that they can, uh, that they can even get a home gym. So anyways, um, that's how I got the gym. And one thing I was kind of nervous about, and we kind of touched on this in a previous podcast when um, I was talking about kind of my personal accountability and um, like Ben and Neil, the guys I used to train with, kind of helping me with that accountability and whatnot. Um, and I've, I've told people in the past that I really do not like training alone. So... I was kind of like, okay, how are these workouts going to go? Like, where's my headspace going to be at while I'm doing it? Um, so initially, like I said, I was a little bit just like curious to see how um, the home gym whole thing would do because I never, never even saw myself ever getting a home gym because I was just like, I just like the gym environment. I like people around me so much that I wouldn't even use a home gym if I had one. So that was kind of my mindset before all this um, stuff happened. Um, but yeah, so going back to like the whole accountability thing and kind of how I talked about that in the last podcast and um, I don't know, I have been, so first of all, it kind of makes me uncomfortable because the last couple of podcasts have been like, me bare bones, like, talking about 
I don't know, just like personal stuff that's not necessarily flattering and kind of embarrassing to admit the stuff, but I'm being completely honest and for me putting stuff out there like that is another way to keep me accountable. So might as well keep the trend on and keep talking about personal stuff and kind of where my head's at, but um, I have like, I have a strange... I have a very short attention span, I guess I would say. And, like, the way I think is, like, I'm always jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. Um, And that's kind of what happens to me in the gym, too. And that's kind of why... um, And this is all, like, self-reflection that I've done, and this is kind of what I think after um, thinking about where my headspace has been at um, and, like... a thinking about stuff that we talked about in the last podcast about me, like, not doing my accessories or, like, um, skipping out on sets, stuff like that. Um, it's kind of a th- just a thing that I've... a headspace thing that I've been struggling with kind of across all aspects of life. And it hasn't been, like, a struggle, struggle, but um, I'm just very scatterbrained and... I'll start one thing and then think about another thing and then jump to that thing and never finish the first thing. And, um, just a, not, not a very productive way to go about things. Um, so I've been working on ways to help with that and kind of change that so I can be more productive and positive thinking and just like less anxiety, just like my brain being able to slow down and focus on one thing at a time. That's what I'm like, that's what I'm trying to do. And what I've done recently to kind of um, inhibit that response is just being more organized and making lists and just like setting tasks to do. So, um, before, I mean, I'm, I'm scatterbrained and I'm also very forgetful. So I'll think about something, think, and then in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't forget, I need to do that tonight. Um, and then I'll just totally fucking forget about it. And because I don't write it down and I'm on to the next thought fucking in a millisecond. So I have been making lists and being more organized as far as like things I need to do and like when a thought pops into my head that I need to do that, I write it on my to-do list on my phone. Um, So that has helped a lot because just having a reference point to look back at, be like, oh yeah, I need to do that. And normally I would have forgot to do that. So that has helped um, just organize my thinking a little bit. So that's been a positive. Um, And I have applied that in the gym and in lifting too. Um, But I think my mindset towards lifting has been affected in a different way. Um, And this is just a very introspective thought that I had even just while lifting today was like, I think I, for a long time and even still probably, I'm not over it yet, but I think I've just realized it, um, have been lifting recently in the past year or so I'd say just for the wrong reasons um lifting for I don't know just to kind of 
try and uphold this image that you think that you should uphold. Um, lifting just to like try to impress people. Um, and like not basically thinking, hey, if I'm not lifting heavy, then it doesn't matter. And I don't um, I, like hold it in the same regard as I should. So again, that's the, the accessories, the back down work why I was, I like made it easy to skip that because I'm like, hey, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, I'm not recording it. I'm not putting it up on Instagram. No one's gonna be impressed by this. So um, it doesn't matter. Um, and that sucks. That way of thinking sucks because it's just a negative loop there because of course, if you're only doing say the big three and only focusing on a single. Um, and then you try to go too heavy on your back downs. First couple sets look like shit. And then you fucking have to drop the weight so much that you just kind of destroyed your whole session. Like that is not, that is not ideal in just getting strong. Um, and I saw that and it was apparent because I wasn't getting strong. And um, I wasn't doing the things that I should have been doing. And that was mostly, like I said, a, just a mindset thing. Um, and there's another aspect to that I'll say is before I moved to the cities, um, basically my situation was I was living with my parents because um, me and my ex-girlfriend broke up. And we had an apartment together, so, and I knew I wanted to move to the cities, but I didn't really have, like, a situation that I wanted to pursue yet. So, I lived with my parents for a couple months, and they live in a Princeton, Minnesota, which is literally, I'd say, like, an hour, to, an hour and five minutes from downtown Minneapolis. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a carpenter, um, and a lot of our job sites are in and around the metro area. Um, so that affects just them living out there. It's a huge commute. Um, and then also, I mean, in hindsight, I would have done things differently, but um, I stayed going to Lions Fitness in St. Cloud, which is in the complete opposite direction of the cities. So what would happen is I drive an hour to and from work, um, stop at home, eat and change, get my shit, and then go to the gym, which was 40 minutes in the opposite directions, direction. So there was basically a lot of driving and not enough sleep. And I was always stressed about getting home and getting to sleep. So I carried that anxiety with me into the gym every day just because I was short on time um, and I would justify skipping my um, accessories because I need to get home and get to sleep. Sleep's going to help me more than anything. Um, and that was just kind of like a, a mindset, a thought process that I def like just took on. Um, and I was doing that even when I moved to the cities. Like I was, I was in a weird rush at the gym and I always had kind of like a higher um, anxiety or just like stress level. And... That's why I continued those 
bad habits. And also it was very hard for me to get focused while I was in the gym because I was constantly, again, going back to my crazy freaking brain. Um, I was just very scatterbrained in the gym and I couldn't focus on anything. Um, and so, um, that's another thing that I've been working on and it is honestly helped. Um, training alone at home, it's only been two weeks. Um, but today I had the best, every day is better, um, lifting in the garage. Like every day, I think I just get a little bit more used to the environment. Um, and I'm able to focus a little bit better every day. Um, and the workouts have just been getting better and better and just more enjoyable. And I think that's the good thing. I don't have, because I'm in my home and yes, I still record and like post my videos and whatnot, but just like in person, I don't have people around me that I don't like, I think are looking at me here. Like I feel this and it's not like a conscious need, but when I think about it, I think that's what it is. It's just like a need to like try to impress people or like, people or not even impress them but like uphold what you think your um how how strong you should be or how good you should be at lifting like if that makes sense but so having not having that in the garage has kind of let me just one refocus and be able to focus um just like on technique and warming up and just being a little bit more like I was, I've been in the moment a little bit more and feeling my technique um, and being a little bit more proactive instead of reactive um, as far as just like being able to feel the movements and make adjustments on the fly. Um, so that's been really good. Um, and I'm in a, I mapped and programmed a whole month for myself. Um, just sat down and did it. And I know before I've said that I like literally just don't program for myself. I just do it off my head. And that's another easy way to cut corners. Like as far as skipping accessories and not doing as many sets as you should, whatnot. Um, so yeah, I did a whole program for myself. Um, I've been sticking to it and it's been good. Um, I know some of you on my post wanted just updates on like how my accountability stuff has been going um, because that was discussed a lot in the previous podcast. So just like an update. Um, it's been going good, not only in the gym, but in my personal life. I've just been, like I said, a little bit more present, a little bit more focused, a little bit more um, getting able to just being able to get shit done just really feels good. Um, and what I would do before is I would just feel overwhelmed because my mind would be thinking about, holy shit, I have this, 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 and this to do. Um, and I would feel overwhelmed and I would sit down, take a nap and just like not be motivated at all and end up not doing anything. So being a little bit more organized has definitely helped with that. And just like feeling the satisfaction of being productive, um, has been very, very good. So um, yeah. And another thing I've been doing, um, has been trying to limit my phone time 
like just time, just screen time. Um, I think for me, that might add to that um, scatterbrainness just because how fast information is coming at you through your phone when you're scrolling and shit like that. That I think just kind of frames your thinking in a way, possibly. It's all bro science. And this is just me rambling nonsense. I don't even know if this is going to be a good podcast or not. But whatever. We're quarantined and we're fucking doing this thing. Um, so yeah, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, screen time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been trying to limit that a little bit. Um, and my one thing that I do that like to a fault is I just listen to fucking podcasts 24-7, like a ridiculous amount. Um, And one thing that I've noticed is when you're listening to a podcast or like a conversation or possibly a book on tape at times, but I haven't really experienced it as much with that, is that it's like constantly framing your thinking a little bit. Like it's pushing your thinking in a certain direction just because that's what the topic is that they're talking about. Um, And like for me, I'm just like mindlessly listening, but my brain is like hooked onto it enough where it's like thinking about what they're talking about, Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I am a, I'm in my head a lot. Um, I'm just like thinking all the time and I do better when I have, like, quiet time or just time to think and, like, be bored, in quotes, um, because that is time for me to think about the shit that I need to do that day. Um, It's just, like, more dead air just to kind of run through the things in my head. Um, And that, I don't know, it just feels better. Like, I don't know, I'm not constantly distracted. I'm able to... um, I don't know, just think about shit. And I don't know if that seems a little bit more healthier for me because I'm not constantly inundating myself with this kind of stupid content that no one really... I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, but shit that matters is like, hey, I have to stop at the store and grab this or like stuff like that. That's what matters to me right now because it's been helping me like framing my thinking that way. So literally just like driving in a quiet car and just like letting your mind wander, um, going to sleep in silence. Cause usually I go to sleep with a podcast on, um, and kind of just like, like, again, just thinking, being bored. Um, it's just, I think maybe it's just slowed me down. So it slowed my thinking down. So again, it's kind of just helped with um, a lot of the things that I've been doing, but yeah, I mean, this is nothing, this is something I've never really verbalized as far as me just trying to get better at my thinking processes and my just getting shit done. Um, but I think it's important for me and it has been helping and I've been feeling better. So, um, I think it's a good thing to change and I think I can be better at it. So that's why we've been doing that. Um, so yeah, I don't see, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just yapping. Um, but another topic I want to talk about is 
it was my birthday a couple days ago. Um, so that means I just turned 24 years old. That means um, that I'm no longer a junior powerlifter. So I'm up with the big boys officially now. And uh, it's... It's motivating. Um, I've been competing in open classes like since I've been lifting, but um, I don't have any open, even state records. I have all the junior ones, and junior is kind of like that thing that I've. It's like a for me, and this is not for everyone, and this is just for me personally. Um, the juniors class was like a little bit of a safety net for me because I was always comparing myself against open guys. And then it's like, oh yeah, I'm a junior though. So, um, yeah, but, um, just thinking about my year in powerlifting this past year, my last year as a junior, it was interesting. It wasn't like consistent, um, but I think I learned a lot. So last year, for the whole year, I think, um, I was injured. I had this like rhomboid injury and I wasn't doing the right rehab um, to get it better. And it would feel good for a while, then I would hurt it again. But anyways, there's plenty of podcasts during that time. So we don't have to talk about that again. But this year was kind of like, quote-unquote, like, a comeback year, possibly. Um, I competed three times as a 23-year-old. That's the most I've competed in a year, I think. Um, I did Twin Cities Open in June. Yes, June 8th. And that was the first meet I'd done in over a year because of the injury stuff. And I almost bombed out. Um... (laughs) I hit a big squat PR, um, had a good bench, and almost bombed out on deadlifts. So I went six, yeah, I was six for six up to that point. Um, and then, yeah, I failed, well, not failed, I missed my first deadlift because um, I was pulling sumo then, and my, uh, my lockout was always kind of iffy like that whole prep was kind of iffy um and i lost a little bit of balance at the top the bar dipped down and i got red lights and the same fucking thing happened on the second one um and then on the third one i think i probably should have been red lighted but i got two to one (laughs) got my opener on my third attempt at it and somehow got a total but the reason that meet was fun is because the competition was good um we had leslie and chad who are very high level lifters in the 105 open class that i competed against and they both fucking beat me because i i fucked up my deadlifts but um it was kind of that was the first meet that i did that i didn't win um so I mean, I got, I got third behind those two guys. That was the first time that ever happened. Um, but yeah, so that meet was good and bad. First meet back from an injury. Bad because 
I dropped the ball on deadlifts. Um, but then after that, uh, Nationals. Nationals was, up to that point, the shittiest prep that I'd ever had because I, I was battling that injury again. Um, not going to go into depth on these because there's podcasts that we talked about. It probably like every podcast for four months. But, so yeah, uh, shitty prep. Couldn't really do the lifting that I wanted to going into the meet, but was somehow maintaining strength and possibly getting stronger. So I went to nationals. Um, first nationals that I had more than one athlete personally and my first nationals that I ever competed in. So it was kind of a big, big deal. Um, but that meet went very well. Um, I hit a huge squat PR hit a bench PR, and hit a very solid deadlift, went 9 for 9, um, totaled 815 kilos, just my, the meat of my entire life. Um, and I think that the prep for that one th- made me think that I could get away with doing less than I needed to because I was able to when I was injured during that prep. So... That may be a little bit of the reason that I'm in the boat that I am now. But anyways, after that, I quali- so at, that, at the Nationals, I qualified for the Arnold um, and did the Arnold. And as a lot of you know that I talked about last time and times before, my prep was less than ideal. Um, and the meet itself, um, I didn't hit a PR in anything. Again, we'll talk about this with the Miss Kelly Blake when we have her on. Um, But yeah, so anyways, it was a solid year. Learned a lot, a lot of change. Well, the end of the year or at the beginning of the year, I was just barely not a student. Um, Just started working full time and living in St. Cloud. And now I'm in Maple Grove working full time. So, yeah, a lot of shit has changed. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast. What do you mean you haven't subscribed yet? What the hell are you waiting for? Come on, y'all. The Coaches Collaboration Podcast is brought to you by Salutum Health and Performance. Take your full power potential to a new level online at salutumhp.com.